Welcome to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire, a weekly podcast with Mina Khoury, an Ayurvedic practitioner and spiritual teacher who brings the ancient, time-tested wisdom of Ayurveda in this time of great upheaval and global ascension to inspire you to the next level of your spiritual evolution. She will discuss all topics related to your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you ready to be free of all suffering and soar to your heart's calling? Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. So I am running solo today, and this is an impromptu uh, episode. And I'm recording this <clears throat> late at night. I won't tell you what time it is, but as you can tell from my voice, I had a lot of singing in the evening, so my voice is kind of rough. But this, um, you know, I, this has been swirling through my head. So I thought, now is the best time. You know, when you are, um, I don't know if it happens to you, but when you go to, when you lie down, you lay down to go to sleep and you get all the creative ideas. <laughs> so I don't know if this is creative uh, or anything like that, but um, I wanted to <clears throat> uh, bring this topic up anyways. I wanted to have a conversation. Uh, so this is impromptu late at night. <clears throat> and here is what I wanted to talk about. So in 2018 is when I published my first book. Uh, the name of the book, I'm sure you know, it's a Healing Your Relationship with Food, The Ayurveda Answer. And in that book, I wrote a chapter. And the title of the chapter is I Dream of a Different World. And um, so that thought has been stirring in my mind again or in my heart again. And I thought, you know, the different world, the new world is already here. And we are going to co-create it collectively together. And um, so that's what this uh, podcast is about. So I wanted to uh, read a few things that I wrote in the book to kind of start a conversation. <clears throat> so I started the chapter with a famous quote from prosperity expert Napoleon Hill says, what the mind of man can conceive and believe the mind of man can achieve. <clears throat> The point is that all changes begin with a thought or a dream. In that sense, no dreams are too lofty. As I come close to finishing this book, I realize it's more than a book. There's a dream stirring in my heart. I dream of a different world. A world that allows healing because it understands that to be the purpose of our human life. Pure consciousness, the stuff for our making, 
seeks to express itself in every aspect of our living. And it sees you and me through our pain and suffering. It is beckoning us to grow, to prosper, and to shine. Pain is beyond our control, but suffering is something we choose. We can choose consciousness instead. We can choose to shine like the sun. We can choose to dwell in our own infinite potential, regardless of our small-minded agendas and goals. When we can allow consciousness to simply have us, it'll work, it ma- work its magic through us. What if we all understood this? What if we knew that we were more than just our physical body? So with the shift in consciousness, we are now comfortable having this conversation about elevating the level of our consciousness. We are comfortable talking about, I think we are, most of us, some of us at least, um, that we are more than the physical body, that the light or the pure consciousness is the stuff of of our making, is that's what we are made up of. So, this, I wrote it, this in 2018, it's 2022, so four years later, this thing is actually happening. Real medicine is that which heals. To divide or to separate medicine into conventional or alternative is to see human beings in a divided, fragmented way. When we do that, it becomes a matter of belief. Hence, the common resistance to alternative medicine, which gets expressed as, I don't believe in it. I've also come across clients who don't believe in prescription medications, even when they may need one temporarily. So what stands out to me in that paragraph is the division. We've had um, so much division in the last two years. Forget about Western medicine or alternative medicine. These are terms really meant to keep us stuck and keep us confused, just like just like the division between people who are vaxxed, people who are unvaxxed. Division between the left and right. Division between believers and non-believers. You know, if we um, continue to see each other through the lens of my belief, your belief, we're never going to unite because we have to see ourselves beyond our beliefs, beyond what we choose, beyond what political party we vote for, beyond what our beliefs may be. We have to, if we are not the body, we're also not our opinions, thoughts, and choices, right? Although they affect our life. So um, <clears throat> you know, so as this was as this thing was stirring in my heart, I um, started this thing about starting a book club. The book club was with my second book, Wake Up and Heal. Um, to start the conversation. 
because I thought there's so many people who need this kind of help, but most people who need it, they never reach out for it for many reasons. But they may willingly participate in a discussion where there's support, where people are just discussing a chapter out of a book and that chapter can ignite or spark something in them that may um, ring true for their personal life, that it can help shift their perspective, it can help open them to possibilities of healing, of getting beyond their traumas and grief and whatnot. So as I, you know, we already had our first meeting about this book club and then what came to me, the point of the book club was really to create healing communities. And that's when I was reminded of that, hey, I wrote about that in my first book. And it's pretty much what I ended up at because I really think that this is doable, that we can do this. And the, so this chapter is long. I'm not going to bore you by reading the whole chapter. You can read it. It's chapter 14. But I'm just going to pick out a few things that may be relevant for what we're talking about today. Um, so I wanted to share a story, the story that I shared in this uh, chapter. Steve, a 40-year-old man, came to see me. <clears throat> He had had learning disabilities all his life due to an injury during his birth. He managed his daily functions very carefully and methodically. It worked for him. He lived with his mother, but had a job, and he was doing his best. Although he didn't completely understand healing, he was drawn to it, and that's one of the reasons he came to see me. He also wanted to learn about how to live a healthy lifestyle. <clears throat> Upon meeting with him, I realized that he was actually more functional than he thought. He had a job, he cleaned his home, he did the best he could do every single day. What was getting him down was that he would never be like other 40-year-old men who were married with their own homes and children. In comparison, he felt small and highly inadequate, but otherwise okay with his life. I asked him what it would be like if he lived somewhere where all the 40-year-olds were exactly like him. His eyes lit up and he smiled. By himself and with himself, he was actually quite content. The thought that he was actually okay or good enough lit him up. His struggle was not his disability. His struggle was the meaning he gave his disability by comparing himself with others. The revelation that he actually was okay struck him deeply and he looked like a different person. His body perked up, his eyes shone and there was a smile on his face. At the end of his appointment, as he was leaving, he nodded his head and kept repeating to, my, to himself, I'm okay. I can do this. This is good. Isn't that what we all want? 
to know that we're going to be okay, regardless of our challenges and our struggles. Isn't so many of our, so many of our challenges are in comparing to some kind of a standard that we didn't set? So that, that actually is a very freeing thought to realize that by ourselves, we actually are okay. It's just in comparison, comparing to others or perhaps a standard that's all programming that we feel inadequate. We don't have to compare. That's the solution. And it's not that we don't want to aspire to be what that next person is doing. Other people can serve as an inspiration to us, but we have to first be content and satisfied and really accept and be okay with where we are. So acceptance of where we are Honoring oneself as one is, is the first step, is the biggest step that we need to make any changes that we feel inspired to make. The struggles don't need to go away for us to be okay. We have to tap into something bigger in us that's far more powerful and potent than our struggles. So what is that referring to? We are more than our struggles. We are pure consciousness. When we limit a person to their diagnosis, we limit their view of themselves. They become the illness and can't get beyond it. The thinking that we are just our body is limiting and gets in the way of our healing. When we look at illness from from the viewpoint of what caused it, Rather than how it has shown up, we are creating space to work at its root cause instead of masking it. So um, that's one part of the (coughs) story. So in getting back to creating a different world, right? So it's not my dream anymore. It's a collective dream to have a world that's definitely better than what's showing up currently. But I do want to remind you that a parallel world is being created by you and I, by people like us, people who are um, working to elevate the level of their consciousness, people who are radiating or sharing love and compassion for others, withholding judgment, allowing others to be, to do whatever they decide to do without judgment, and trusting that um, this is a process of us getting to, this is a process of creating the new earth. The old world 
has to be demolished. And that's what we are witnessing, the demolition of the old world, old structures, but in parallel, new structures, new world is already being created. New world is already here, okay? Expect more. If you expect to walk away with the script, then that's what you will get. Don't be taken in by dumb and embarrassing marketing. We call our patients by their first name, the hospital ad says. Seriously? We should drool over that? I like to know what they were calling their patients before, by their disease? That's okay? The standards have become so low that we actually are impressed if we are called by our own first name. The same goes for the standards for early detection, so-called prevention. If it is detected, it isn't prevented. We must raise the bar as to what prevention is. Prevention is in your kitchen, in how you live. It isn't in a blood test. A blood test is a warning. Why must you need a warning? It's your health, your life, isn't it? Why do you need someone else to warn you? So it's radical responsibility, waking up to our own responsibility, waking up to our own life, to the power we have to create whatever we desire. So bigger and filled to capacity hospitals are signs of a sick nation, and it isn't anything to boast about or to be proud of. I dream of a world where the hospitals become the healing and health education centers. State-of-the-art medical equipment, a new wing, and expensive artwork in the lobby isn't my vision. Vision. I will applaud when the medical world is concerned more with creating goodwill than collecting patients. Where instead of boosting their egos, they're boosting our confidence in creating our own health. Where they view the opportunities to make a lasting difference in lives of those who cross their path, instead of maintaining a limited fixation on their bottom line. The universe never supports greed or personal narrow-minded agendas. It will always support our big visions and higher purpose. We can, at our individual levels, have a big vision for our health and our life. So with the discussion on the new book, when I looked at the bigger picture, why I wanted to create it, it was because I thought with the, you know, it's a book, you can read a chapter, anybody can join, and that can happen anywhere in the world. People can then create their own small groups. It starts from a book and it can spread into God knows what. Maybe we share home remedies. Maybe we share advice. Maybe we don't hide behind you know, the, the window dressing of our life that, hey, I have no problems, only you have problems. Have you done that? You know, where <clears throat> we don't want to discuss all that troubles us, our mental and emotional challenges until it becomes too late and then we discuss it with the professional. Because we dare not tell a family member or a friend, because we'll be judged. 
right? Because there's shame associated with having challenges. You can't have a human life without challenges. So we got to get rid of the shame. That's the new world. There's no shame in having problems. We need to stop window dressing our lives. I window dressed my life when I was married. Big house. He was tall, dark, and handsome. Everybody thought we were such a, like a perfect pair, perfect couple, because we looked so good together. <sighs> no more. We don't need to window dress our lives because we need to get real. When we can get real, we need to stop. Um, we just need to get real. And we need to let go of the shame in discussing any challenges we may have. So what if these, these book club turns into these small healing communities where people can go talk to one another? That's what happened in olden times. I grew up in India. I don't remember seeing a drugstore for miles. I don't know where you grew up, but isn't that true? We never had so many drugstores. Now there's a drugstore at every intersection, every corner. So that's telling us something, right? So in a community, healing community, where there's listening, there's sharing, there's connecting. There's no pretending. Half of our problems can be solved if there's, a, there's someone witnessing what we are experiencing. You know, sometimes your grandmother has the best advice than the psychiatrist ready to give you a prescription. So, I dream of a world where old age is not equated with disease. Disease is not a function of age. We can't have a mindset of being disease-ridden at a certain age. We can't hold on to the cause of death of our parents and their parents. Keep your mind young and keep your beliefs young. Age matters, but how you age matters more. Your mindset and your beliefs and everything when it comes to your health. Aging is not a disease. If you believe that you are doomed because you're old, then you are doomed. But we are changing our beliefs, aren't we? Um, and also, you know, when I, the, the point of the creating these healing communities, we get to be part of the solution instead of um, part of the problem. Not only we get to be the part of the solution, we're really, all of us are really being called to rise up and to almost do God's work because the world needs us. You know, we're waiting for an avatar, a miracle to happen, an intervention. What if 
each one of us is a little miracle and the little avatar and the little intervention. It starts just like that. So we can have a different world, but we've got to do something about it. It's not going to happen by just dreaming about it. It, it requires action. <clears throat> so what if that was your calling, that you participate in creating the new world, that you become the way shower, the light worker? We can run, but we can't hide from our higher calling. Here I am in the middle of the night recording this. When we don't do all that we can do, our soul will seek us out and confront us, and we better have an answer for it. I have a sister who is um, 80 plus. You know, she still has the old mindset, lives with a lot of fear, doesn't speak up. And, and I said, you know, the purpose is you need to speak up. You need to stand up for you. It's just not something she used to. So I told her, if you don't stand up now, you're going to come back your next life and you're going to be given the same opportunities. You, you're going to repeat the same patterns until you speak up. She goes, she goes, really? Now you're scaring me. Like, I hope I'm scaring you enough to speak up. Um, I digress. So where was I? <clears throat> Live today according to your higher purpose and calling, and your last day will be a quiet celebration of knowing that you have done all that you could do. <clears throat> I apologize for my voice. You can be the source of guidance and healing. Ultimately, we have to answer to our soul alone, not to our boss, our CFO, or our insurance companies. I want a world where the healing heart of the physician is more valued than the medical equipment he or she uses. A world where compassion, connection, and consciousness are a norm. And not an uphill battle for those desiring to heal. <clears throat> we don't need state-of-the-art equipment. We need more healing hearts and hands. A reassurance that we're going to be okay. A reminder that we are more than our symptoms and diagnosis. If the medical world practice some common sense and wisdom, we might require less testing. The medical processes are far more fear-driven than what we truly need. There's more documenting, but less listening. There's more documenting than less listening. Isn't that the truth? The paperwork will is enough to drive you mad. But they still don't know what the heck is wrong with you. So, you know, it's, this reminds me, a few years ago, I had a shoulder injury from overdoing something. And I needed um, physical therapy, but I needed the doctor to refer, to a referral from a doctor. And I have never gone to a doctor. I didn't go to the doctor. This was in the U.S., so finally, I had to go to a doctor, and the guy comes with this online computer tablet thing, and I'm filling out this gazillion pages form with the random irrelevant questions. <laughs> One of the questions was, have you ever considered committing suicide? <laughs> and I'm like, 
I am thinking about it seriously now if you keep giving me more forms to fill. Can you believe that? I just went to get a referral for my freaking shoulder. Out of the blue, randomly, I have to answer this question whether I've considered committing suicide. Because these are pre-printed forms. No human being actually looks at it because anyone with common sense, that's not the question you ask. You know, when I work with my clients, I don't ask them, by the way, did you ever did you ever think about committing suicide? What the heck? So there is more documenting, nonsense documenting, than that, but less listening. Machines can only test what's going on physically when the true healing is something that happens at a much deeper level. The tests and the x-rays leave out what's most important. Our story, our aspirations, our fears and our challenges, our hopes and our dreams for our life. Imagine the energy and the time we will spare if we are not so vested in our illnesses. We would be immersed in creating something beautiful, learning and contributing to the world. When we connect with the true essence, we heal. This deep connection nourishes us and our soul. And we fill up emotionally. Then our life and our eating, because this is a book on food, simply become a reflection of that experience inside. So anyways, so do you want to be a co-creator of the new world? Do you feel called uh, to participate, to start up in anything? If so, I invite you to uh, contact me. We uh, had our first meeting. The, we're starting with this book discussion. As you know, this is my work. It, it shows up everywhere. <clears throat> so really, my vision is this, that we start with a book discussion. We More people are gravitated towards this because people like to talk where they can talk about things that need a conversation. They can talk where they feel comfortable there's, they're learning, there is support, there's no judgment, but there's that, it opens up their mind to a world which they may have never considered before. And this is the start of it, it can go anywhere. There's no limit on how big this can get. We start with a handful of people. Those handful of people, they involve other people. If people get the benefit uh, from this, then they'll continue to join. So if you like to join, I'm actually preparing a page on my website, which I'll have ready soon. But if you want to join, simply email me at um, mpuri at ayurvedichealingcenter.com. Just tell me you'd like to join the healing community or you'd like to join the book club. I'll, I'll understand <clears throat> what you mean. And think about 
what is your idea? Do you think that this is, um, am I just dreaming or can this happen? I think this can happen. It doesn't matter how many people we make a difference to, right? Even if one person can heal and can um, live the life that they desire, would be worth it. So if you'd like to join, please uh, email me, mpuri at ayurvedichealingcenter.com. Um, we had our first meeting. We're just trying to get the logistics together. I'm trying to get the web page together so people have somewhere to go, read, and sign, join <clears throat> that group so they can get notifications on when the next meeting, etc., is. So the new world is here. More people join in elevating the level of their consciousness. Quicker it comes to be in our own experience. We have to, uh, during this time, deliberately and consciously create it because it has to be deliberate because there is the default way is going to take us, you know, down the hole. It's going to take us in a downward direction. And we have to understand that the demolition, that the destruction of the old is the necessary part of the process. Isn't it good that everything is now slowly and slowly becoming, <clears throat> coming to surface and getting revealed? It's been here all along. We just never knew about so many things. But now we know. It's painful to know. Um, but that's part of the process, right? Part of the healing is you have to be willing to be uncomfortable in the middle a little bit sometimes a lot. We can't bypass it. We can't just dream of a different world and become love and light and here it is. No, that's a myth. We get to love and light after we go through the grit and gruel of fear and darkness, our own, our inner fear and darkness. We have to be okay with not being okay. Um, so if you're willing, if you if this speaks to you, if, if this podcast, this whatever I'm talking about, if this speaks to you, uh, please you know let me know in the comment section. And if you want to join again, mpuri at areyourreallyhealingcenter.com. And, um, you know, the conversations will continue. There's lots we talk about. We can talk about this stuff for the next 20 years. I know I can. Uh, so that's why, you know, conversations like these are needed. These conversations are needed. And, the way, and you know, starting with the book club to become part of, you know, the bigger vision is to create a healing community these conversations need to become commonplace. Instead of drugstores at every corner, what if we have like little healing communities at every corner? 
eventually we won't need them because we'll all be healed, we'll all be living our purpose, we'll all be not in so much mental and emotional anguish. Instead of dealing with our physical illnesses, we're just creating. We're creating goodness, we're creating beauty in the world. We're doing God's work. This is how a beautiful world comes to be. That's what I think. So I would love for you to join me if you have any questions, comments, any inspiring thoughts for me, I would love to hear. Thank you for putting up with me in this middle of the night podcast and my voice. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you at the next podcast. And by the way, stay tuned. I'm releasing this big um, webinar series and a really big thing happening next year. This summer, I'll be sharing more information with you as it becomes finalized. So stay tuned and I will speak with you <clears throat> at the next show. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. And we look forward to being with you next week.